I think today is Friday, December 11th. <laughs> Maybe the 20th time is the try on. It's raining here in Austin. Maybe this time the stream will work. Maybe it won't work. I don't, uh, I don't know what's going on, but I'm Dan Benjamin, and welcome to Dan Benjamin Live, the morning show, that at this point, it's barely even the morning anymore. A uh, little bit of router rebooting, and uh, maybe that'll fight against the rain. Yeah, Elwin says round two. We'll see. We'll see. All right, well, what I had tried to do before is to tell you about a little idea that I've had as a way to... Uh, make for potentially another way for people to to help support some of the work I do, but get a little bit back in return. The main way that people support this show is they go to patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin and they give me a dollar or $5 or $5,000 a month. No, no one's giving me $5,000 a month. But uh, I think that's a wonderful way you have a direct relationship with the people that are creating the content that you most enjoy. But there's a lot of people that don't want to support it for whatever reason, and I'm guilty of that too. There's plenty of stuff that I consume that I don't support. I do support the things that I like. I think that's important, and I like to have a direct relationship with the uh, with the creators. And Patreon lets you have a direct relationship with me and basically become a, a producer, a supporter of the show. And I really value that, and I really like that. But for many years, in fact, since 2006 or so, I uh, have relied upon sponsors to support almost all of the work that I do, that the listener support part was really small part of the overall picture. Uh, yeah, Chris says, this time with a feeling. I was watching um, uh, Best in Show with my son uh, the other night, and there's the great scene where uh, the people who have the, the poodle are on the like local Philadelphia TV station, and it shows them meeting the like hosts of the like Philly morning show, and uh, right before they're, they're counting down, they're doing their five, four, three, and right before that, the male co-host says to the female co-host, he goes, they're both sitting there with like ready to go on the air, and he goes, he looks over and he says, energy. I love that. I always say energy. Okay. So I came up with a little idea as something that might be fun and might work, might be a cool way for listeners who have a little thing of their own to support the show. Because right now, if you wanted to support a a, a, you know, like a big podcast with millions of views, we're not quite there yet, uh, or a show, you would have to spend a whole lot of money. And I thought, what's a way for my viewers to kind of talk about a thing that they do? Maybe I could help promote it a little bit, but maybe make a little bit of money in return. So I thought, you know, maybe 10, 15 bucks. But the, here's, the, here's the thing is that if you, uh, if you are, if you have a little thing that you want to promote, you send me like one or two sentences telling me what it is in a URL easy, right? And then I read it on the show. But by the time that the, the, your list, the listener is like fumbling around trying to skip through the ad, it's already done. It's done because it's only like a sentence or two long. So they won't even want, you know, it's like back in the Max Headroom days with the blipvert, right? It's like a blipvert. It's a really fast, compressed ad that I just, boom, here's one sentence about a thing. Go to this URL. It's from a listener. It's done. And then we get, I get a little support for the show. I don't know. I'm going to try it. I'm going to just try it. So I asked people on Twitter to send me a couple of things. And we're going to, we're going to pepper that into the show, pepper that into the show. So anyway, now people are saying that the stream is going to work great. The problem will be the YouTube video won't come out probably till tomorrow. 
whatever. It's all about compromise and trade-off, right? I think. Well, I do have some really fun news for y'all today. Oh, but before I do it, I had some fun with Fiverr. Okay. So I was on the uh, Adam Curry, uh, the founder and creator of this industry podcasting, uh, invited me onto his podcast 2.0 show a couple weeks back. And one of the people that's either like one of the producers for the show or involved with the show or something went out and and uh, and and got this hilarious little stinger for the show. Stinger is a term we use in the radio business for like a little intro sound. It's the kind of thing you hear on the radio all the time uh, that intros a show uh, or or like you hear it after or before or after a commercial break, that kind of thing. So I went on uh, and they gave me a reference of this one that they used. So it's on Fiverr and it was $5. So for $5, you get five stingers that you can use. So I said, um, I said, you know, I'm going to send them the weirdest, most ridiculous stingers that I could come up with. And uh, Keith submitted a couple of them and uh, I came up with a couple too. And I said, this is worth five. You know, how much am I going to spend on lunch today? I wound up spending eight, $9 on, on lunch that day. Maybe it was even more with tax and then gas to go and drive and get it. I said, this is definitely worth five bucks. So I got a couple stingers and it's great because they say that, that English is their first language, but there's a, the pronunciation's a little bit weird. I feel like it's from another country. It's definitely not in America. Who's ever, whoever is producing these things. <laughs> so I came up with these ridiculous, uh, things and, um, I, I feel like I just need to play one of them for you, uh, but I'm going to wait. You know what I'm going to do after I read the little, the first little blibvert, then I'm going to hit the button and you can hear the little the stinger. I don't know what I'm going to do with these, but it was the best $5 I've spent in, in years. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and I, I think that I can put, can I do this? There's the chat. There's the chat. The chat's on the screen. So uh, I'll leave that there. And we'll see if that works, too. I don't know what's happening today. I don't know what's going on. All right. First uh, story I want to tell you about. Noah Hawley is making an alien TV series. It's going to be on FX and Hulu. There's no word on a premiere date. But uh, Noah Hawley, in case you don't know who that is, is the Fargo and Legion showrunner. Uh, The showrunner is like the person who basically makes the show happen from behind the scenes. And they have a lot of influence on the show, on the feel of the show, on what it looks like and how it works. But basically, uh, it says this is the first TV series based on the popular movie franchise. Um, They announced the show at Disney's investor event the other day, earlier this week. And um, they acquired the rights to the franchise when when they bought 21st Century Fox back in 2019. And so I think this is fascinating. I, I would never have thought about a TV show uh, about Alien, um, but it's pretty cool. The last uh, movie that we got uh, was uh, Alien Covenant back in 2017. I thought that was pretty interesting. I did enjoy that film. Um, I liked how they kind of bridged the gap between the newer alien films and the older ones. I approve of them wiping away some of the later alien films. Anything after aliens, plural, didn't like it. Alien and aliens, amazing films. Uh, So we'll see what 
comes out of that one. Uh, here's another interesting article I wanted to tell you about since we're talking a lot about streaming stuff. It seems like we've been talking about it and I want to keep talking about it. They are increasing Disney Plus. They are increasing the price. They're calling it in this article, 9 to 5 Mac, a price hike. And it, it, yeah, it's, I guess technically a hike is anytime they raise something, but calling it a hike makes it seem like it's a lot. It's going up a dollar, a one dollar. I just don't think that that's a big deal. It's been announced they're going from $6.99 per month to $7.99 per month. Subscribers are getting a little breathing space, as they say in this article. Um, more than three months' notice. It's not changing until the end of March. Um, Netflix increased its prices back in October and November. They did it a little bit more. If you were on the premium plan, it went from $13.99 to $17.99. So no big deal. I don't think that's too much of a big deal. All right. Um, now, speaking of this streaming stuff, Disney Plus has 20 new projects in the Marvel and the Star Wars space. Pretty cool, right? If you're into the Star Wars uh, pop-ups. Um, so I'll tell you what they're doing. On the Star Wars side, Disney confirmed a handful of previous rumors and announcements. Uh, there is an unnamed film that's coming out. They are going to be uh, doing a lot of the stuff with Kenobi, which has uh, got... Ewan McGregor coming on to do that. They've got a new series called Andor. Lando Calrissian is getting his own thing. Uh, Rogue Squadrons is coming out. The Acolyte, a Clone Wars spinoff called The Bad Batch. And there's a lot of previews in this link. So um, be sure to check out the show notes. Uh, oh, and I registered a domain because it was $2.50 for danbenjamin.live. So go to danbenjamin.live to get the links and the podcast version. Now, more interesting to me than Star Wars. You'd think I'd love everything Star Wars, but I've kind of fallen out of being in, that interested in Star Wars. I know I'm the only guy uh, who's not interested in Star Wars right now, but I'm just less interested in Star Wars than I used to be. I, I don't know why. I don't know what happened. Maybe I'll get back into it. Maybe it's because my kids aren't that into it anymore. Uh, I grew up watching it. I remember I was four and a half years old when I saw the first Star Wars in the movie theater, and I saw it four times in the movie theater and uh, just loved it. Okay, so on the Marvel side, they've got Captain Marvel 2, a reboot of Fantastic Four that I've got another link to tell you about in a little bit. Um, there's a show named Scarlet Invasion, which is going to have Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. There's a War Machine series titled Armor Wars with Don Cheadle coming in for that. And a third installment of Ant-Man and the Wasp that's coming out too. So there's a lot of stuff here. A lot of stuff that's going to be showing up. And I think that's pretty interesting. Um, so um, this is off topic. But Dwayne says, in regards to your delayed post on YouTube, my show is two hours long. And once I end the live stream, it takes YouTube two hours to render it and post. I would love it if it was two hours. It's 24 hours. It's 24 hours exactly. And this is, we got to the bottom of it. It is a problem with Restream. I'm using Restream to stream this out to uh, Periscope, to YouTube, and to Twitch, because why not? Uh, everything else posts right away, but when YouTube gets it, they don't accurately post it live right away. It takes them 24 hours. So there's some issue with that. But, um, oh, hello, Corey from uh, South Florida. Corey says, $1 with all the projected content shows does not seem like a big ask. Thank you for saying that. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, 
Sandy in the chat says, related Disney news, my son is flipping over the new Clone Wars series rumor. Yeah, I mean, my kids just, they, they don't, they don't want to get into it. They're not getting into it. So I don't know. Uh, speaking of more TV stuff, Netflix and Sega are developing a uh, 3D animated Sonic the Hedgehog series. The series that literally nobody wants or cares about is coming to Netflix. I'm not into this. My kids aren't into this, even though they sometimes have played Sonic. Uh, so I don't know. Is this interesting to you, Sonic? Can we just let Sonic go away? Can Sonic just go away? I think they should just go away. All right, I'm going to try one of these new little ads, and then I'm going to hit the I'm going to hit this stinger. Okay, right after the ad is done. Uh, so hold on, let me find them. I'm doing them in order. I'm doing them in order. This is a test. We'll see how this works. Frog Radio is the best internet radio app for macOS and iOS. No ads, no subscriptions, just a one-time purchase and 25,000 stations to listen to from all over the world. Go to frogradio.net and check it out. Dan Benjamin live. Not the news you wanted, but the news you deserve. That cost a dollar. That cost one dollar to get that stinger done. I think it was worth it. All right, Harrison Ford is going to be coming back as Indiana Jones for the fifth and final episode. Didn't it seem to you like they were uh, trying to pass the torch over to, to Shia LaBeouf? 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 I thought they were going to be passing the torch to him, but everyone hated that. Everyone hated him in the movie, right? Am I wrong? And, uh, and that never happened, so Harrison Ford's got to come back. I don't think we, you know... The first two movies, Indiana Jones movies, were great. The third was all right. I want to talk about number four. Will number five be good? Harrison Ford coming back. It'll be directed by directed by James Mangold. It is the Harrison Ford, seventy eight years old, seventy eight years old. Uh, so this movie is going to be coming out. Uh, I don't have exact dates about it yet. Um, it just says it will be out, but. It will be, uh, you know, part of this this Disney online thing. So that'll be it'll be kind of cool to see what happens, what kind of movie that is. Uh, yeah, see, they're saying in the chat room that was worth a dollar. I think it was worth a dollar. All right. Uh, now, in more serious news, check this out. Okay. Uh, climate change news. COVID has driven record emissions drop in 2020. People haven't been driving as much. So there has been less pollution. They did a study uh, indicating emissions have declined by 7% this year. Pretty cool. Uh, the um, Do that the right way. Thank you. Um, so France and UK saw the greatest decline, mainly due to severe shutdowns in response to the second wave. China has seen such a large rebound from coronavirus that overall emissions are going to grow this year. So... Whatever benefit we saw here, China is going to undo it for us. Now, I hate to link to too much to Fox News, but this is the only place I could find this article. Frito-Lay is letting you make what they're calling your dream snack pack with your favorite potato chip flavors. You can combine Lay's, Doritos, Cheetos, and other snacks. And for those of you not in America, you don't seem to understand Americans love their snack foods. I don't know what... I think you guys snack on you know, some kind of paste that's you, you like put on a spoon and you just eat the, eat the paste. I don't know what you guys do over in the UK, but 
Here in America, snacks are are number one. And so let me just read from this article. It says, are you the type of person who demands their Doritos or Cool Ranch flavor? Do you have strong opinions about the level of flaming hot your Cheetos are? Or maybe you're the rare breed who can appreciate delicacies like the Funyun. Whatever your snacks of choice are, you can now get them in a customized variety pack from Frito-Lay as long as they're snacks made by Frito-Lay. This is owned by PepsiCo. But you can go to snacks.com and then you can pick and mix whatever 20 bags of snacks that you want. And uh, they'll they'll make these things up for you and send them to you custom. Now, they're not actually mixing them together into a single bowl like the uh, title makes it sound like they're sending you a, a box that contains just the selection of stuff that you want. But. For Americans, this is this is the dream. This is the dream come true. I know I said I don't like to link to Fox too much, but there's another one because it's about Texas, which is where we are right here, broadcasting live and direct from the headquarters in Austin, Texas. <laughs> They're calling it Texit. <laughs> uh, Texit. They're saying that the, uh, the a Texas lawmaker has floated a referendum because they want Texas to succeed from the United States. This comes up every few years. Uh, it says the federal government is out of control and does not represent the values of Texans. That is why I am committing to file legislation this session that will allow a referendum to give Texans a vote for the state of Texas to reassert its status as an independent nation. I can tell you that regular people in Texas don't want this. There are not regular people walking around Austin or Dallas or wherever saying, we really got to get out of this union. We don't belong in this union. No, that's just not happening. Uh, but this is uh, Kyle Biederman. No relation to Biederman's The Deli, where I'm probably going to get lunch today. Uh, but this is so they're introducing it sometime in January. He... Um, it says the state legislator does not resume session until January, but Biederman said his bill will rely on Article 1, Section 2 of the Texas Constitution, which reads, quote, all political power is inherent in the people and all free governments are founded on their authority and it's instituted for their benefit. OK, the faith of the people of Texas stand pledged to the preservation of a Republican form of government and subject to this limitation only. They have at all times the inalienable right to alter, reform or abolish their government in such a manner as they may think expedient. Groups like the Texas Nationalist Movement have long supported efforts to secede from the union. Uh, guess what? It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Remember earlier I said that uh, the fan that uh, the Fantastic Four were going to be having their own. Uh, new movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, it's going to be directed by John Watts. Um, pretty cool. It is the same uh, director who did Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. They say there is no information about the project outside of Watts' name and a teaser logo, but the news is exciting given the Fantastic Four's history with the Marvel franchise, which is basically meaning to say it it, it has never been any good in a movie form. So let me play this for you. This is the teaser. That's it. Isn't that exciting? Let's just repeat the teaser over and over again. And now we'll make it go away. So that's it. Will this be a good movie? Because none of the other Fantastic Four movies have been good. And the reason why is uh, I think Sony had the rights for them. And everyone knows this story now. Um, Sony has the rights for them uh, or did. And they had to do a movie every certain number of years in order to hold on to the rights. 
and they didn't care about the movies. They would just do them. And if they were great, good. If they were not, no big deal. So uh, Adam says, if Texas leaves the United States, will the feds let Elon keep making rockets? Something tells me the DOD doesn't want foreign nations making rockets on their doorstep. I is that's a great comment. You know, it's never it's never going to happen. Okay, let's let's try another little blipvert. Let's let's see if this works. Get out of the house and have some fun with these beautiful and fun monkey fist rope swings. Monkey see, monkey swing. Take a look over at monkeyswing.in. Tree not included. So <laughs> monkeys monkeyswing.in. Oh, and we got to do another uh, another little uh, sound. Please stand clear of doors. Dan Benjamin Live begins now. Okay. That was a dollar. I spent a dollar to get that made. What do you think of that? Um, we're talk- I guess this is just, we're all only talking about movies today. Black Widow is going to remain a theatrical exclusive despite the fact that everything else is being streamed. They said, no, we're keeping Black Widow only in the theaters. It is still slated for May 7th, 2021. They just kept delaying it, delaying it, delaying it. That's when it's going to come out. Uh, and it's only going to be in theaters. I guess they're thinking that by May, people are going to somehow want to go back to movie theaters and feel comfortable with it. Maybe they will. Speaking about what people are comfortable with in the world of COVID, guess what? Apple and Tim Cook just said at their town hall meeting uh, that he does not anticipate anyone going back to their campus, back into their office to work until June of 2021. Let me say that again. June of 2021. You're talking about more than six months from now before they even think it might possibly happen. Interesting. All right. Now, Iowa State University has come out with some research They have looked at a lot of different diets and tried to find out which one, which diet, if there is a diet that can help decrease cognitive decline as you age. And the subtitle of the article is good news for wine and cheese lovers says the foods we eat may have a direct impact on our cognitive acuity in our later years. This is the key finding of an Iowa State University research study spotlighted in an article published in the November 2020 issue of the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease. Uh, I have to admit, I, I let my uh, my subscription to the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease, uh, I, I, I didn't renew it. So it's good that that is coming out here on, on the news because I, you know, I'm not keeping up to date with my subscriptions during COVID. But here's the study. It says it's a first-of-its-kind large-scale analysis that connects specific foods to later-in-life cognitive acuity. Pretty cool. They analyzed data collected from 1,787 aging adults, ages 46 to 77. Uh, I'm sorry, you're not an aging adult if you're 46. I've got to tell you from direct experience. Um, in the United Kingdom and, uh, and other places, a large-scale biomedical database and research resource gave them this data, and they had participants do something called a fluid intelligence test, or a FIT test, as part of the touchscreen questionnaire at a baseline, and then they had follow-up assessments years later. So they were literally testing them with the same test years apart, and it, then they asked them about their food and alcohol consumption. Now, here's something that we know. 
we know that people are genuinely dishonest when they take surveys and when they answer questions about how much they drink. So it, let's just say you get home back in the days when you used to go to work. You'd say you get home from work and you, you know, you have a couple beers every night. You're not going to put down that you have a couple beers. You're going to put down that you have one beer, and you're not going to say you have it every night. You're going to say two to three times a week. So we don't really know. People, we know that people are just not uh, genuine and not honest. We just, we, we know that. Uh, but here's what it says. The four most significant findings from the study, cheese by far was shown to be the most protective food against age-related cognitive problems even later in life. So eat more cheese. The daily consumption of alcohol, particularly red wine, they're always talking about how red wine is good for you. A study will come out and they'll say red wine's great and they'll say it's not great, but they say that it was related to improvements in cognitive function. Okay. Weekly consumption of lamb, but not other red meats was shown to improve long-term cognitive prowess. So start eating lamb. And they say excessive consumption of salt is bad, but only individuals already at risk for Alzheimer's disease need to worry about that. So if you don't want Alzheimer's disease, eat cheese, drink some red wine, and have lamb, but no other red meats, and only worry about salt if you're already at risk for Alzheimer's. I don't know if how you know that, but there you go. And now my, my last article for the day today is not an article it is a video and in this video that i found on reddit is stamping i i mean i'm going to tell you this because there are people who just listen to the show but they're stamping out those designs in those bowls have you ever gotten one of those bowls that has like the cool blue design in it have you ever wondered how many uh how many how these things were made, I can't speak because I'm, I'm so mesmerized I'm watching this video and I shouldn't be watching it while I'm talking. It's mesmerizing. Have you ever wondered how these things were made? I'm going to show you, okay? So if you're list, just listening to this show, you've got to tune in. Watch this. Can you believe this? This is how these things are made? This is obscene though in a very strange way. But look at this. Did you know this? Did you guys know this? Look at that. So I'm going to try and describe this to the people that are just listening. You've got this profane looking udder that is all ploppy and bloopy and squishy. And it, it presses itself down and gathers some ink in a pattern. And then the tray moves aside and brings the little bowl underneath its uh, this udder and it presses the ink into the bowl i you've got to tune in if you're just listening to this you've got to watch this this is how these bowls are made this is how these bowls are made anyway i i did not know that so <laughs> that's all i've got for you today <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would, I, I, I hit Keith up and I said, Keith, help me come up with some cool, fun little experiments and skits to do on the show. He came up with some great ideas. Uh, I have a couple ideas too. So I'm going to be starting those next week. So if you're new to the show, uh, or if you want to get in on this, this is a really, really good time to get in and connect with the show. So here's what I would like for you to do, please, uh, subscribe to the show, watch the show on YouTube. 
I love that you're here on Periscope too. Don't stop. But YouTube also, if that's a thing for you, and uh, where you can hit the little bell and get notifications all about you when when I go live. And uh, and then the best thing you can do is tell people about the show, share it, retweet it. When I post a show, retweet it, please. It helps so much. And uh, I'm trying to get more viewers so that this show can be an important part of what I do because I have so much fun doing it. I love the news and uh, I love sharing it with y'all. So that's all I've got for you today. Uh, Look forward to seeing you again on Monday. Have a great weekend.